Good evening, Sam Cachola with Heroes Media Group, staying true to our commitment to educate and empower our nation's veterans. Had a tremendous opportunity tonight to attend a strategic planning meeting for the Republican Party, and I'm sitting here with former Captain, United States Navy retired, Bob Carey, who's actually the Director of Military and the Veterans Engagement Group um, in the region. Doing a tremendous job, keeping it real personal, getting out there, beating the bushes, and we had an event here tonight. We had probably 40 or 50 people here, community leaders, folks who are interested, people who want to volunteer, which is what the strategic planning meetings are all about. So, Bob, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. Can you give our listeners an an overview of of really what your mission and vision and purpose is behind the Republican Party Strategic Planning Group? I appreciate that, Sam, and thank you to Heroes Media as well for having having me on. Here's the thing. Four and a half million veterans are not registered to vote. Wow. Six and a half million veterans did not vote in the 2012 election, almost 30 percent of them. And that was an election that was decided by less than five million votes. And personally, I find it unconscionable that we're deciding elections as a country and not trying to make every effort possible to make sure those veterans have the opportunity to not only get their vote heard, but also be involved in the electoral process. And that's a large part of what about GOP Vets is about. Now, people can find out more about this at www.vets.gop. But the fact that or we can reach out to them in their, in their own communities, because the fact of the matter is, is that we're going to be hiring about 150 veterans nationwide to get out there, engage veterans, get them involved in the electoral process, help them get new volunteer veterans out and engage in the electoral process and get them out to vote. Because we will never raise the visibility of veterans issues in politics until we get more veterans into politics. That's that's one of the core tenets of what we're doing here at Heroes Media Group is we want to be the voice for those heroes out there. And I think the lack of engagement is, is literally a lack of education and a lack of understanding of the process and not understanding how they can plug in and truly make a difference. You know, that one vote counts. You know that. You just broke down the numbers. You know, if we had a full force of our veterans out there voting, that can affect change. It can. And I think you said something that was very interesting here tonight, and that was that who better to vote than veterans? They've earned it well beyond the, the normal citizen of America. They ta- put it on the line. We talk a lot about protecting the rights, uh, the, the right to vote. And who, who should we be protecting the right to vote more than those that protect our right to vote? Uh, and, 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 and so the fact that so many veterans are not involved, and I think a large part of it is that they don't know how to get involved. You know, you and I know as veterans that, you know, guys and gals would sit around, uh, sit around the hooch or sit around the, the space on the ship and complain about what politicians are doing and about policy decisions that are being made. And once they get out, they don't know how to get involved. Well, this is the way that we're going to teach them how to do that. One of the things that we talked about tonight is the fact that the Republican National Committee is really putting a lot of resources and effort uh, into our volunteers. In the past, we sort of... Uh, uh, our volunteers haven't had as much authority and responsibility. This year, we are going to be giving our volunteers the, the resources, the authority, and the responsibility to execute our field program and get out there and run these field programs the way they think best, rather than Republican National Committee coming on down from on high and, and, and directing how this is going to be. We want our veteran volunteers who know how to lead small teams, who know how to convert goals into tasks, who have a mission accomplishment mentality to lead our volunteer teams and to go forth and, and best figure out how to be able to win those elections. You know, I, I personally have always felt that, that elections are about leadership. You know, it boils down to politics and issues and, you know, everybody talks about the special interest, but really what we're choosing is a leader. 
right? It's not a politician. And I think we've we've ran short on leaders here in the last few years. And 10 years of our best and brightest leaders have been downrange, given it all and putting it on the line. And I think now that folks are coming home and through programs like this where you can show them how to engage, sky's the limit. You know, I've got no fear of how our country is going to be 100 years from now because I think through programs like yours, we're going to be able to empower those folks with those leadership qualities who've been there and done that and chewed that dirt and had that spirit to serve to actually make a difference. We've got to show them how to plug in. Very interested to hear about your hiring initiatives for these 150 veterans nationwide. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, these are full-time paid staff positions with benefits where we're going to be hiring veterans specifically to go out and recruit other veterans to get involved in the electoral process. Uh, these people will be uh, operating at either, these will be out in the states, out in the battleground states, not in Washington, D.C., not in state capitals unless, you know, it's one of the battleground states. It's mm-hmm. going to be, you know, out in these people's communities where we're going to be hiring them and putting them to work. We're going to be training them up. We're going to be giving them the resources. We're going to be giving them the data. We're going to be giving them the money. And we're going to be giving them the training so that they can then go forth and recruit veteran volunteer teams, put those veteran volunteer teams uh, in the field, and, and, and train them up and manage them and lead them in order to be able to do this, uh, this field engagement activity. I think that's, that's just, it's amazing. I think so many people want to give uh, veterans, and in our case, community heroes, a handout. You know, I've always said it's got to be a hand up. You've got to give them a purpose. And I think that, that shaping this around a purpose and allowing them to plug in and train and be a part of something and truly feel like they're making a difference, you know, these types of programs soothe the soul. It's not only about a paycheck. It's about making a difference and being able to serve your community post-service. Right. That's one of the huge, huge messages we try to send to people with Heroes Media Group is, listen, you have served. You serve honorably. You can continue to serve. One of the shows that we do is called The Decision Hour, and we talk to folks about the decisions they made post-service to engage in business or politics um, or whatever their given endeavors are, nonprofits, whatever it may be. Can you speak a little bit about your own transition from being a Navy captain to now the director of military and veterans engagement? You know, what's your story? How did you or what what was in you that made you decide this is the way you're going to go with your life? Uh, I did 10 years active duty initially. Mm-hmm. I started off uh, first as a surface warfare officer on destroyers. Uh, and then I got the bug to fly, and oh. I became an A6 bombardier navigator on board USS America. Wonderful. Uh, and did that, and uh, and then got out in uh, 1995. Uh, my last tour uh, duty was here in Washington, D.C., and uh, working the chief of naval operations staff. And I was looking at how decisions were being made both by the uh, administration and, and in Congress, and I thought, you know, I, I don't know if they really know what how, how, how veterans and military personnel think about this. And, and one of the things that surprised me was how few veterans are on congressional staffs. Still about 20% of members of Congress are, um, are, are veterans because people like voting for veterans, but only about 2.5% of congressional staff are veterans. And a large part of that is because congressional staff are hired from political campaigns. So that's one of the reasons we're doing this as well. But for, my, for myself personally, when I got out, uh, I, I uh, was lucky to uh, be hired by my uh, then newly elected senator from, from Michigan, mm-hmm. who brought me on as his uh, defense and foreign affairs legislative assistant. And from there, I started to get more involved in politics. Uh, and I found that uh, uh, I had a real advantage over a lot of other people because I had been doing five paragraph orders and uh, <laughs> Amen. A, a five paragraph orders and uh, and. and um, and, and, and basic planning That's from it. day one, and, you know, plans, plans of uh, plans of attack from day one, 
And uh, that basic ability really did me well in terms of managing political campaigns, managing legislative initiatives, and, 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 and advocacy work. Uh, and uh, as time went on, I, I got more and more involved. But um, it was actually uh, someone that I'd recruited into the Navy Reserve, who is then a top-level uh, official at the, Department, at the Republican National Committee that called me up one day and said, uh, hey, we're looking to put together some type of veterans engagement program. Can you... Uh, can you come on over and talk to us about how to do that? So I, I walked them through it. I wasn't thinking much about it. And then they said, well, who do you think should do something like this? And I was like, you know what? I really don't like my current job. I'm the person that should be doing this. <laughs> there you go. Um, and, uh, and luckily, the Republican National Committee has been putting a lot of effort into this. And, and the fact that they have a full-time staff position in, in, in the headquarters. First time that we ever know that this has ever been done. That's amazing. Um, amazing. By, 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 by either party. Mm. Um, you have a full-time staff person. Uh, in in the party, uh, not just a campaign. Um, it, it speaks volumes as to the commitment by the by the party. I think that's that's the thing that I think I don't want people to get, lose this in translation here. There's a full time commitment here. This is a part of history. This is something that's never been done before. It's changing. Your full time position, actively seeking 150 veterans to get out there and be full time employees to engage the community tapping into that leadership that you talked about. This is this is what's going to make a difference. And I got to tell you, for the guys that are out there, talking to a Navy captain, okay, in 06, he's on a ship, he's running that bad boy. He's been around the block. He brings a lot to the table. But he just dumbed it down to the most basics. And that's a five-paragraph order, commander's intent, and the ability to execute, being reliable, and getting things done. And I say, again, for 10 years, our best and brightest have been at war. They're coming back home. We're going to continue to make a difference, and it's through opportunities like this that, are, that we're going to change. We're going to we're going to take this, and we're going to steer that ship right where we need it to be. Um, real quick, the statistic you talked about twenty percent, right? Twenty percent in the Senate. You said twenty percent Congress. Twenty percent of members of Congress, Congress. Are, are, are veterans, and two percent, two and a half percent of congressional staff. That's amazing. It is. That's amazing. And I got to tell you, I did. I had a career at DIA for twenty five years. Um, and I just spent a lot of time talking to congressional staffers. And we'd leave there, and honestly, we just didn't feel like they got it. Um, we got to get our boys in those positions. We got to get them employed so they can help make the decisions that are best for this country. Exactly. Um, it's an amazing opportunity to do that through the strategic planning process and what you guys are pulling out here with the RNC. What's the one thing? I mean, we've got a pretty big voice, to be honest with you, sir. We can uh, got a big reach. We've got alliances with Student Veterans of America. We've got alliances with companies. We go to a lot of events with people. We're able to spread the message. What's the one thing you would tell the veteran population to do in this, I guess, campaign season? Go to vets.gop and sign up. And we're going to have a live person calling you up probably within a week to get you involved in this effort. Vets.gop. Sign up, and we'll have a live person calling you in about a week. That's it, guys. Listen, every vote counts. Every second counts. Every person who engages, we need leadership. You need an outlet. Plug in and learn from firsthand from folks who are leading the example and making a difference post-service that you can make a difference. That's what we want to leave you with here today. And just wanted to thank you, Bob, for, for taking the time to do this, coming out here. You know, guys, it's a Sunday, right? It's a big family day. Everybody's busy. We had 40, 50 people here today. We had all the volunteers. We have you. We have the state director. We have all these folks here trying to make a difference. You're really putting your money and your time and your energy where your heart is, and we appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us today and allow us to help spread the word for you guys. And with that, sir, 
you close it up. Whatever you want to say to anybody out there, how do you want to how do you want to leave this? You know, I'll leave it with this. Liberals sort of think that just by the fact of our military service is somehow we must be broken, that we are victims. And, and, and there's this strong, you know, people either think that you're an absolute hero or a total victim. And the fact of the matter is, is that veterans come back from their military service better. They come back from their military service improved. They come back from their military service able to do more. The Republican Party recognizes that. We want to take advantage of that. We want to leverage that. And we want to give as much opportunity as possible to our veterans who want to get involved in politics to be able to do so as quickly as possible. Amen. It's all about the community. It's all about purpose. It's all about that individual making a difference and clearing the way for them to see how they can plug in and make that difference. So thanks again, sir, for coming out. Thank you. We really appreciate it here at Heroes Media Group. And we look forward to helping you guys as the election process ramps up. Thank you very much.